everybody. I uh, want to welcome you here to one of our first Table Talks. Um, this is a series that Hezekiah and I will probably do uh, from time to time just to share our thoughts on what's going on and, and you know, everything out, out in the world or on social media or whatever, uh, church stuff, etc. And today I just felt uh, I was so excited about season three of The Chosen and the first two episodes. Uh, some people have already seen it. We haven't. No spoilers, please. Um, but um, we wanted to just share some of our thoughts on The Chosen for those that don't know what The Chosen is, never heard of it, haven't watched it, haven't done any of that. And so we're going to take a little bit of time this morning or this afternoon, wherever you're at, uh, to talk about The Chosen and to give some of our, our feedback and, and maybe help you uh, make a decision on uh, if it's time to go watch season one and two and get caught up so you can join season three. Uh, and if you're in Oklahoma, you can come to Abide and we're hosting it. That's right. On uh, November 30th and uh, December 2nd. Both showings are the same, but we're going to have uh, season three, episode one and two here at Abide. All right, KJ, Thanks let's question. get us started. Uh, what made you want to keep watching? Well, first, I guess we should say what The Chosen is. Um, oh. The Chosen is a, uh, a biblical uh, account of the life of Jesus and the life of the disciples that we see in the Gospels. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Uh, I would even include Acts because, you know, who knows what Dallas and the team will do if they'll, if they'll go into any of that. But um, it is basically a... Um, theatrical representation, a video representation of the stories we read. And so uh, I was a little bit cautious, I think, when I first heard about it and was talking mm -hmm. to the kids about it because I was like, oh, no, you know, we've all thought about those uh, old Bible shows that had a little extra cheese, if you know what I'm saying. And, um, you know, they, they either um, stayed so stern to things that there was no emotion, there was no, you know, excitement, there was no fun. Or we see Hollywood's representation of Bible stories and they try to make them, um, in their mind, more epic. And they um, take scripture out of context. Mm -hmm. They, you know, make the characters monsters. I mean, it's just, it's wild. So you, you kind of get both sides. It's either an extreme this way or an extreme this way. And so when I heard about a show about the life of Jesus, I was like, oh no, immediately. I was like, is this either going to be really good or really bad or uh, I'm not sure. And so uh, that's what The Chosen is. Um, there's a whole lot that, that can be said on that. And, and I encourage you to check out their website. But um, the first time we watched it, I mean, I feel like I was hooked almost Everyone immediately. Was crying. We were all yes. Uh, we we went back and forth from crying to laughing to crying again and just being overwhelmed. And I think at that point in time, uh, what maybe they had one or two episodes, and so we watched it again. Mm. We're like, wow, that was so good. But I feel like there was so much. Do y'all want to watch it again? And I think we were all unanimous, like, yeah, let's do it again. You know, yeah. um, they weren't the episodes weren't too long. Um, uh, uh, barely an hour, if an hour, and um, and it was just so vibrant and real. Um, some of the content in the scriptures, uh, if any of you are parents and you have little kids, um, I initially was thinking, you know, how are they going to portray Mary Magdalene? How are they going to portray this? How are they going to portray that? The demons? How are they going to portray those things? And, and they did it in such a way that I could watch it with my kids in confidence, knowing that what was going to be experienced was uh, relatable and explainable, but it wasn't like nasty, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, so that was important to, uh, Christy and I, um, 
there was uh, no language, you know, so it's like, yeah, the person is belligerent, but they didn't have to use link. You know what I'm saying? It's like they could explain the point without going all the way. Uh, and so I appreciated that. So it was very safe for us all to watch. Um, and then um, the thing that made me want to keep watching was, you know, my, my first point earlier about what The Chosen is, is I initially was going into it. It's like, okay, if this is a Bible story, at the very least, I'll be able to take what they show and what I've shared with my kids, what I've shared with, you know, my wife, what I've shared at, with my church. And I'd be able to say, okay, so that kind of colored it a little bit. Let's explain it more. But the neat thing about it is they explained it so well that I had to do less explaining and just say, hey, remember that time we watched The Chosen and, you know, this happened? And it's like now I'm able to use a visual story mm -hmm. to explain what I'm preaching or teaching about. And so it's actually uh, been really nice uh, in that regard Um you know, pastors out there using sermon illustrations, use a good sermon illustration, use a biblical sermon illustration. You know, sometimes even those uh, go out in the left field. And, and this has been really good for sermon illustrations because it's like, hey, it's in the scriptures. I could read it for you or we can show it. And and being able to show it, working with, you know, the chosen team and getting permission, uh, which is really easy to do uh, if you haven't. Um, and just asking them if we can show it in, in the sermons. And so that's yeah. been really neat. I think it was nice to see the Jesus human. And he had humor. That was funny. Jesus yeah. is awesome. <laughs> yes, he amazing. is. He was human. He he did come into a human form. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, no, I agree. Jesus was very funny, and that was cool. Uh, favorite story. Oh goodness. Um, I, I felt like I was gonna know the answer to this uh, before we talked, but now that now that I'm thinking about it, there, there's too many. Um, I have to say, I'm gonna give you two. Uh, and I'll make them real short. Uh, you can watch them for more. The first uh, story in there that I appreciated was John the Baptist and how him and Jesus talked mm -hmm. and how uh, he was truly preparing the way. Because of their relationship, you saw that bond between them that I, I never expected it to look and sound the way that it did, but it, it makes sense because they're relatives, right? Uh, scriptures tell us that um, in, the, in the story. Um, gosh, we're going to be reading it for Christmas time in the story of Luke. You know, it tells us that Mary went to visit her relative Elizabeth as she was pregnant with John the Baptist. And so, you know, we see those things and we hear those things in scriptures, but until you see them, you know, mapped out on a screen the way that it's done, it's just so good. Um and so I loved seeing the story of John the Baptist and seeing their in, in engagement. And then my second favorite uh, story or, or element of the show um, was the way that um, Jesus and his mother Mary, their interaction, how she took care of him, how he was still human and how he still had a mom mm -hmm. and his mom loved him and she was always there for him. Like, I just loved seeing that on on screen. They've, I, I will say many shows have done a good job of that, but this one just took the bar to the mm -hmm. next level. It was yeah. just so good. Yeah. What about yours? What are your favorite stories, if uh. any? I'd probably say John the Baptist. That one yeah. was good. Was he, really he was good. funny. Yeah. <laughs> the creepy Simon John. Peter, Simon Peter <laughs> called him Creepy John. Creepy John. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, we, we read the story of how he's dressed, yeah. how he looks, what he eats. And it's like, that's odd, you know, or that's weird or that's creepy. He eats bugs, you know. Um, and so uh, hearing uh, Simon Peter uh, verbally call him Creepy John, uh, which is in character with Peter. He's kind of rash and quick to speak and doesn't really kind of think things through early yeah. on in the scriptures. Yeah. Um, and, and, and 
so he's reprimanded, you know, a few times by Jesus, as we all are at times. Uh, and so, you know, while that's not something that we know for a fact, he said he called him Creepy John. It, it, it seems so in character with with the way these characters are are built out that it was just like, that's hilarious, you know. <laughs> but he liked him. You know, it was it was said in respect because he, he, he got along with him. Uh, and, and of course, Andrew did, too, because he, you know, followed um, uh, John the Baptist. But it was just funny the way that they did it. So I agree. Favorite character? I, I I go back and forth on this. I mean, obviously, I think the easy answer is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all going to say Jesus. But my, my next favorite character um, is going to be a really close uh, draw between Simon Peter mm-hmm. and Matthew. Yeah. The I'll way they did that, Matthew yeah. was, oh, my goodness, so cool. Yeah. Like, if you haven't seen it, check out the show. The character dynamics and story is so good. I like I like how they did with the characters, yeah. Uh, favorite scene? My all-time favorite scene has to be when Jesus is uh, stepping out and, and he's healing people, and, and they're coming in, like, droves, like, line upon line upon line. Like, if you ever wanted to know, like how wild the church service can get when you have the healing line, what Jesus did or what the depiction of what Jesus did in the show and in scripture, it it took it to the next level. There were like endless numbers of people. The disciples were taking shifts and they were all helping in different ways and kind of organizing the people. But my, the thing that got me and and we experienced this in church and this is why these stories are so good. But when they started fighting, and they're like, well, what about me? And what about you? And Jesus should do this. And Jesus should do that. Like they were even fighting about what Jesus and should do. And, and they're all talking over the campfire and they get kind of into this argument. And the scene closes. It's it's one of the like, I, I, I don't know if scary is the right word, but my goodness, the tension there was mm-hmm. so wild. But Jesus walks in mm-hmm. and he's tired <laughs> And he's yeah. sore from standing and, and doing all the things, and he's going to lay down. And he just kind of says, you know, good night to them all or, or something to that effect. And his mom follows him, and she's praying for him, and she's kind of putting oil oil on the wounds and, and just, you know, all that, contending to him, being a mom. And it, that's why I said I love her uh, perspective. But he just goes to bed, and they all look, and they're like, Oh my goodness! What did we do? What did, we were just arguing about something so dumb. And it just completely changes. And it just yeah. <laughs> you know just neutralized it all. Yeah. Uh, did you cry? And which scene did you cry the most? All of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I I have to say I I think the first one probably set the tone for it when when he looked at uh, Mary, who had at that point been demon possessed and was going by another name. And he he told her that he called her by name. It wrecked me. Like, it absolutely wrecked me. Because when he said that, um, I I felt like Scripture and Holy Spirit came alive in that moment, and he was saying it straight to me. Like, I didn't even really care about who else was in the room. I mean, I love my family. But it was like Jesus was saying to me, I have called you by name. I've picked you. I've chosen you. I have a plan for you. I love you. I see you. I hear you. Like, I just needed all those things, and I didn't realize how much I needed that. But to hear that, it just <laughs> I was just like a sobbing yeah. mess. And and it's funny because, like I said, we watched the episode one and two at least a couple times, and I cried every time I watched it. Um, and it just kind of set the tone that any of the serious moments where Jesus did a miracle or he spoke to someone or, or he healed someone or he prayed for someone— Every time that the actor got on scene, 
I, I feel like I feel like the actor went away, and it was like I was imagining Jesus, mm-hmm. and and I don't mean that to be negative because you know we're definitely not setting up idolatry or or the praise of man, uh, but the way that the show has allowed the characters to step into character mm-hmm. and cease being themselves, and for us to apply our imagination with the physical, uh, with the visible and audible representation of what's going on from scripture through the storyline, like you imagine yourself being there. And then if you're listening to Holy Spirit in you, you're hearing him speak to you as as the stories are playing out and you cease watching a show and you start listening to the voice of God. And every time, hands down, he wrecks me. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I've got my face is red. I've got tears running down my face. I'm, I'm trying to wipe them so I can see and listen to what's going on next. And, and then, you know, almost at perfect timing, they bust out a joke or yes. something that just like, like brings it up. I I feel you like know? uh like most of the, uh, the scenes when like Jesus makes you cry then it ends it with like a joke and then it ends. Yeah. Like, it ends on a good note, like not, not, not yeah. serious or anything. Yeah, it it ends on a on a not good, good note. note. It's yeah. it's very um it's very connecting and and I love that. Um you know, another, uh, he didn't say this, but one of my other favorite scenes, and I think I was talking about it with my dad, because uh, he he mentioned it, maybe he watched it or or something. But uh he was talking about um one of the last uh, we say spoiler alert, but if you're reading your Bible, which I hope that you are, uh, it's kind of like you know it's coming, which is it's also kind of like a fun part of like how are they going to portray this as it pertains to Scripture, as it pertains to you know the chronological order, because you know often guys we we open up our Bibles and we read the stories. Some are in chronological order, but some are just structured in a way that it, it makes it for a an easy uh, or easier time to read and follow the the story. But we don't realize that if we read it in chronological order, it would look a lot like it is. And so that that's another thing I will say. They're doing it in chronological order, so they're taking parts of each of the Gospels, each of the Synoptic Gospels, and they're meshing the full story, the full narrative uh, together of whatever they're portraying in the scene. And so you're getting a bit of Mark, you're getting a bit of Luke, you're getting a bit of Matthew uh, or John, and, and it's just so cool. Um, but if, man, one of the things that uh, we didn't say that I, I feel like we should say is the very opening credits. And, and I, I think they did this each time, uh, but I know they did it um, the first couple seasons. Uh, but it even says, like, this is not a replacement for your Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't watch the show only and never pick up a Bible. Like, they actually encourage, take out your Bible and follow along kind of thing. Like, you know, verify uh, because they, they have these these um, uh, Messianic Jewish and, and, and Christian scholars that partner with them um, to make sure that the integrity of Scripture is upheld, that it, it's not, you know, going off into left field or getting weird. And, and I hear all these things like, you know, I, I think they're Mormon or, or they're this or they're that. And it's like... Uh, Dallas is a Christian, you know, first off, uh, not everybody on set is a Christian, which, you know, I appreciate his, um, Per, uh, perspective and his take on this because he's like his desire, his belief is that people will be safe through the show, including the actors. And so what yeah. better way can you model Christ than to love somebody, to tell these stories with all your heart, all your passion and, and people get saved in the process. Like that's way cooler than saying, I'm only going to work yeah. with Christians. I'm only going to partner. Like I, I get it, but guys, sometimes that that's a very narrow and restrictive view when God wants his message to go out to everybody. And so, you know, I say that Dallas is a Christian. Um, if you uh, don't know, his name is Dallas Jenkins. 
his father wrote the cho- uh, or the Left Behind series, and so that's where you've probably heard of Jenkins. Um, and, and so, uh, which I like the Left Behind series, so call me a weirdo. Uh, but um, I, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, Dallas is totally an evangelist. <laughs> I mean, he's like preaching almost every um, uh, pre or post uh, episode on the lives, yeah. and and it's just man, it's just a really neat ministry. And, and so, uh, no one's paid us to to say any of these things. It's just a show that after all these years, I felt like we were some of the first to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We still are just ex- as excited about it as we were from day one. I'm super excited for, for season three. They've even said that they're going to do seven seasons covering the entire life of yeah, Jesus. They want it like yeah. a season at a time. Um, he was uh, Dallas was sharing um, this last weekend after the first showings that they've partnered with a, a new organization called the the Come and See Foundation, and so now people can give uh, uh, to a nonprofit organization to support the chosen. So they're going to be able to pay people more and, and have more budget to work with yeah. to make things better. Did you see that they built like this entire scene? In this yeah, place? it was crazy. Yeah, they went. They went to was it in Texas? I think. Uh... I think one was in Texas, yeah. But yeah, they, they built this entire uh, like studio set, uh, to whether it's uh, Capernaum or uh, Nazareth or the various places uh, in in uh, in Israel that they can have kind of mm-hmm. hometown, so they're not flying you know uh, back and forth. Uh, and they've done such a good. I mean, the detail is is exquisite. Um, you know the 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 graphics and all that is exquisite. One of the things we didn't uh, talk about. Um, one of my characters that you know you kind of love to like dislike is uh, Quintus, the Roman uh, like uh, uh, praetor or general, whatever you would want to call him. Um, but he's kind of like the man in charge, and he's bad, but he's so like captivating. Like he's he's you know it's it's kind of like real world. It's like he has a job, a focus, uh, yeah. and he's trying to do it well. But, you know, he, he's running into this Jesus character that is ruining everything and he doesn't know how to handle it. And, and so it's so neat that you see even his drive, like a, a not like we say this, like not bad, like he's not out killing a bunch of people. But like he has he has a drive and he, and he also has a hurt like right. And, you know, one of the scenes he was talking about his father giving everything else to, you know, his brother. So he has this hurt inside of him and, and he's operating out of that just like we all do. And, and so like characters like that that are just like really deep yeah. on both sides. And you start to see how they change when they interact with Jesus. Like it's just unbelievable. Like I can't say enough good things about it. Like come come to abide. You'll probably see a few clips here and there, you know, as we as we preach and teach uh, just because the season, season is three. so good. Yeah. Uh what is your response to the negative reviews? My response to the negative reviews is um man, I, I think you need to see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the best way we can determine, you know, what we feel about it, what we what we think about it is to watch it for ourselves and and to watch it with an open mind that um, if you were a director or an actor or a filmmaker or a story writer, storyteller, like you're going to have a perspective, you're going to have a lens mm-hmm. and you're going to see Jesus and the stories that we read. Cause we all, we all read this and I hope you like open up your mind and imagination and say, God, show me yourself in the scripture today. Show me what you want to tell me, you know, help me see the way that you see all the, all those things. But as I read scripture, like Christy and I were talking about this, that like you have a picture of who Jesus is. You have a picture of who the disciples are and what they did and what it looked like. You kind of, kind of like that imagine, imagination kind of element like comes in. And seeing it. Yeah. But then, you know, I talked to my son 
and he sees things differently than I did. And I'm like, I've never heard it that way. I've never seen it that way. Like, yeah, that's totally cool. And then someone like Dallas and the chosen team come out and they create something and you're like, oh my goodness, like my, my realm of understanding broadened because now I see culture coming in. Now I see the full story coming in. Now I see like the timeline and what would have been going on with the Romans and what would have been going on with the Jews. And like, I see all these things come in that maybe you read and you're like, this is how it is. But then, you know, history comes in and facts and truth come in and you're like, well, I was wrong. You know, I, I, I didn't understand fully. So you get those lenses and perspectives, and, and it's so important, I believe, to truly understand Jesus is to tell stories and to hear each other's story. Like, how did Jesus save you? How did Jesus save you? What did he say? What did he do? And all those pieces and things come in, and, and they they make our, our understanding of Jesus so much bigger, and, and, and that's who he is, right? We can't fit him in a box. We can't make him small and tiny and individual. And so to, to look at only one facet of Jesus is to not understand the entire picture. And so that's why I agree with uh, Hezekiah, like the humor of Jesus, you know, the seriousness of Jesus, the intelligence of Jesus and the way that he navigated everything, all the conversations, um, you know, so you see the the God in him because he was God made flesh, as, as the word says, mm-hmm. but you also see the man in him. And I think what we've missed so often in, in, in all of our movies and, and shows and stuff is we never seen the human side. We never seen him tired. We've never seen him, uh, you know, hungry. You know, like we know that he was because he was a man, but we never seen that portrayed and it and it just connects us so much more with him, right? Like that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. What else? Uh, I think that might be it. I think we, we'll turn it over to you then. So, you know, as we post this video, we'll post links of things where Dallas is sharing their vision and, and their heart and where they're going. Um, you know, we've got the trailer that, that I've shared a, a number of times. We've, As Kaya said, here at Abide in Oklahoma City, we're going to show, um, just like the theaters are doing, uh, episodes one and two mm-hmm. of season three, but we have two days to choose from. You could pick a Wednesday on the 30th of November, or you could pick the Friday that's the uh, 2nd of December, all in the same week, and uh, and you can watch it. And, and what I've told people to do is, like, if you've seen this and you're like, man, it was so good, uh, I've heard, I've heard, and obviously I've seen the trailer, but I haven't seen it, so don't spoil it for us, but <laughs> I've heard really, really good things about the stories that are in this uh, these first two episodes. Uh, but like I said, they're not very long. It's a very easy watch. Um, something that the kids can go to, but what I'm encouraging people to do is invite somebody, especially someone who um, doesn't really understand, maybe uh, you know has a hard time reading scripture, or or just ha- excuse me hasn't really connected into um, you know what it's about. Give them this extra, and then be there with them to answer questions. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about what Jesus said here? What do you think about what Jesus said there? And then come with your Bible, you know, whether it's the physical one or your Bible app, and say, let's look at Scripture together. Now that we've seen a, a, a visible uh, video representation of it, let's talk about it a little bit and use that like in your discussion time. It doesn't have to be um, so. Um, form and process that you can't use these outside media to color the message and help you answer questions or even start more questions, right? So we encourage you, check out the links that we'll share and and feel free to post your own question. I I would love just a a discussion about all things The Chosen, you know, what we think about this, what we think about that, and and, and let's talk it out, you know? Episode two. Yeah. Yeah. 
episode uh, one and two from season three. Um, don't spoil it for anybody, but um, but yeah, just just tell us your thoughts of what you thought if you've seen it. Um, was it good? Was it what you expected? Was it beyond expectations? Maybe even throw in a "Did you cry?" <laughs> you know, did you laugh? Did you cry? Um, but I encourage you guys to just kind of have that discussion going. And you know, like I said, the biggest thing for me is that we use this as what it is. It's a tool to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And I'm about using every tool that we have. Let's use everything we possibly can to get the message of Jesus in front of everybody and, and that his name would be lifted up. And I know for a fact that's the vision behind the chosen team. They want it to be scripturally based and they want it to make his name great. That That's what they're about. And so it's like we can get behind that. We can support that. And so um, so they have a website. You can buy you know their merch. Uh, you can support future seasons so you can mm-hmm. give. Thanks. I encourage you to do so. We've done so. Um, Eli, who, who is behind the camera, uh, he didn't want to talk, uh, but he <laughs> preached a message about Jesus, his very first message, um, using, uh, some scenes from the chosen. And so I know it's connected at with my family. Camp. Yeah. yeah. At, at, at youth, youth camp, camp yeah. a summer youth camp. And so I know it's connected with us. I promise it'll connect with you. And, and I'm just curious to see who your favorite characters are. What are your favorite scenes are? Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>